Welcome to Hope Church Online with Hope Church Birmingham. I'm Adam, the lead pastor, and we're so honored that you would tune in with us for this week's sermon message. Every single week, we post uh, post a podcast out on Wednesday called Hope for Today. It's a little encouragement for your week, but we do our best to also get out our Sunday message recording for those who weren't able to make it to church or who just want to listen back to the message text. And so that's what today's message is for. Um, and I'm so honored that you would tune in with us. Before we get into the message, let me just encourage you. Uh, if you haven't connected with us on social media, do so by following us at Hope Church BHM. Also, if you haven't connected with us um, on our Connect card, whether in person or digitally, you can do so at HopeChurchBHM.com connect. We are a church that we just exist to be a place and a community for people to, to find the hope in Jesus. Because I can tell you, I know firsthand that when you experience the hope of Jesus, I believe it will change your life. And when your life is changed, we want you to be equipped and discipled to bring that hope to a world in need so that we can grow his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And so we are always honored and we always welcome you to our community, whether in a small group, whether at a a coffee conversation or in person worshiping with us. We would love to have you with us and we are excited for what is to come for you and our church. Now, let's dive into today's message. Thanks for joining us. Now let's dive right into today's passage in Joshua chapter 24, verses 11 through 14. As you're turning there, or as you're just simply listening along with us, um, to give you a little context of this situation, we see Joshua is God's appointed leader for Israel in this moment, and we see that God is renewing his covenant with Israel. And as God renews his covenant, his promise, um, Israel also must renew their promise at this time. And so we see that God speaks to the people of Israel through Joshua. And he's going here and he gives this direction. He really kind of recounts the past of really how they had worshipped other gods and all these things. And then we see that when he sends, sends Moses and Aaron, he brings them and sets them free. So God's reminding them of, of who he is and where he's brought them to. And this is where we pick up in 11 as Joshua is continuing to speak uh, for God and God through him. And then he speaks for himself. In verse 11, here we go. When you crossed the Jordan River and came to Jericho, the men of Jericho fought against you, as did the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. But I gave you victory over them, and I sent terror ahead of you to drive out the two kings of the Amorites. It was not your words or bows that I brought you victory. I gave you land you had not worked on, and I gave you towns you did not build. The towns where you are now living, I gave you vineyards and olive groves for food, though you did not plant them. So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worship when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be gods of the Amorites in the land whose land you live now? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Maybe you have a different translation. But as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. Today's message is titled, Drawing a Line in the Sand. When I say draw a line in the sand, 
you know, I'm referring to making a decision and standing behind it. <laughs> I, I've done that before with many things, and maybe you've seen and maybe you've experienced some before. <laughs> one silly one I've drawn the line in the sand for is I refuse to go to McDonald's. I do. I refuse to go purchase things from any McDonald's but one, and I'll explain in a second. My reasoning behind this was not because of a stance they've taken. It's not because of them, you know, necessarily wronging me um, personally. But it was just because I just had repeatedly bad, bad service. I'd go there and they didn't have the ice cream machine working. Or I'd go there and I'd order a hamburger and I'd get chicken nuggets. Or I'd order a Sprite and I'd get a Coke. Repeatedly, time after time, multiple different McDonald's from Alabama to Georgia to Florida. I've crossed all the McDonald's and I've encountered bad McDonald's repeatedly. And so finally one day I said, you know what? I'm done going to McDonald's. I have done going to McDonald's and I won't go to it. I'm done. I've, I've ruled them out. I'm drawing the line in the sand. I'll go somewhere else. I'll pay, I'll pay more for a hamburger if I want to. Well, that said, I drew that line and I've stood behind it. All but one. There is one McDonald's over in Hoover off of 31, um, right across from the Galleria. And it's actually a really good McDonald's. That's the only one I'll go to. And really, I'm going to it because of the kids. My kids eat the chicken nuggets and fries. But me, myself, I have drawn the line in the sand for me. And uh, I stand behind it. And maybe you've done that for some other silly things. But in this context, in our very last week in our series on big prayers... I want us to finish with an understanding and a confidence and power that our prayer declarations and the way we we believe and speak in faith matter. In this chapter, in this passage we read here in Joshua, in Joshua 14, we see Joshua made a declaration. He said, I'm setting a standard for my family. We are going to serve the Lord. We are going to honor the Lord. And I think this is important for us to hear today. If we don't set a standard, the world will. If I don't set the standard, or if I don't allow God to set the standard in my life, the world will. The enemy would love to take precedence over God's plan in my life. And if if we're transparent with ourselves and if we look around us, I believe all too often our lives are controlled by the ebbs and flows of the culture. And specifically the news. Not just politics, but just everything. The highs and lows of our lives. What we're angry about, what we're passionate about. Why we get fired up or why we're laid back. These things many times are not are not driven by biblical truths. Many times our our frustrations, our angers, our passions are driven by political standards or driven by just the simple news of what side we're supposed to believe. But I, I want us to live a standard that God sets for us by His Word, not by the world. But we also have to make a decision. I'm going to set the standard that God puts before me. Because if we're not careful, we'll end up further in sin or further in chaos or further in destruction. Longer than we could have ever imagined and further than we could have ever imagined. Simply because we never draw a line in the sand. My wife and I, Ashley, we've had to draw lines in the sand recently, even with things with our children. We've had to make decisions. Hey, we're not going to allow our children to watch this show. We're not going to allow our children to watch this movie. We know other people that may allow them to do this. And that's up to them as parents. 
But for us, we said, you know what? We don't feel like we want our children to, to watch these kind of things. And that's our role as parents to make those decisions. Is it, and we have to, we have to make those decisions. It's my responsibility as Ansley and Judah's dad and my wife as, as their mother. We are responsible in carrying ourselves away and setting a standard for them because our children don't know how to set standards. But I do because I know God's word and, I, and I'm the parent. But you also hear me here. Don't say, I'm not saying that we need to be prudes or we only need to live in a bubble. I believe it's okay to be a fun Christian who looks, acts, and believes different than the world. I don't think that that a, those two are separate. I think it's okay who to be a Christian who has joy and has fun. We talked about this. Jesus had a good time. We talked about one of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians is joy. We can be Christians who are fun, but at the same time, look, act, believe, and carry ourselves different than the world. The two aren't separate. We can be those things, but we still have to make declarations. And as we pray, I want us to understand we need to pray the promises of God. We need to convey our messages to God as we've been talking about in this series. We need to have faith that he can do these things. And we need to speak truth over us and draw lines in the sand. Today, we need to declare in prayer who we will be. Why? Because declarations bring clarity to me, my person, my people, my surroundings, my family, and my purpose. And when I have these declarations, I can live differently. And so today in this, I'm going to continue why we should draw the lines in the sands and what happens when we do. So when we draw a line in the sand, it sets boundaries. Joshua was contrasting his culture. See, he was contrasting the culture and the past of Israel, how they used to serve other gods. But but I also see when it says some translations, that mine was a little bit different, um, where it says serve God wholeheartedly. Some say with sincerity and truth. I love that image there. He said he was going to serve God with sincerity, with truth. That is a deep commitment with sincerity. Truth, meaning I'm going to stand by my word. This isn't just some flippant uh, you know, statement I made. No, I'm going to stand behind it. And that's what he does. And it, because he does that, it one sets a boundary different than the culture of Israel at the time. Not only that, it gives an ultimatum. Hey, we're going to do this. There's no other option. Think of it like this. You ever seen a dog with a shock collar? But many times people put dogs on shock collars in their, their yard because of a reason. One, their dog would run away and they were afraid it was going to get hit by a car. Or maybe it was wandering where it shouldn't and it could get into something it need to get didn't need to get into. Um, but there's a reason why that dog's owner put that shot collar and that boundary there for a reason. And uh, But if you've ever seen a big dog with a shot collar, most of them learn that they can run past <laughs> the boundary and it may hurt for a moment, but then they can do whatever they want. Um, my parents' neighbors have a dog that does this. He has a shot collar and he would run and jump over the boundary and it would, you would hear him yelp once in a while. But then he would just never go back home because he had, he had made it on the other side. And Joshua, as we read in that passage in 11 through 14, he's saying, choose to worship God or choose to worship the, the gods that your ancestors did in Euphrates. Or are you going to choose to worship the gods of the Amorites? Are you going to choose to worship a lifestyle that is wicked, evil, and brings forth um, despair? <laughs> 
and is in destruction. Is that the lifestyle you're going to choose? Is what he says. So choose. Make your decision. Here's the ultimatum. Choose to serve God or the other. Don't go in the middle. Pick one and stick with it. And I think that is a a thing that when we make declarations, it's setting a boundary and an ultimatum for myself. I'm not going to choose to be a lukewarm Christian. I'm going to bring forth faith and power in my life. And I'm going to say, I'm going to stand by this decision and I'm going to stand behind God's word. I'm going to live this way because me and my house are going to serve the Lord. This, this is both, uh, this word, um, is, is important for us to understand because it's not just a, a, Hey, we are go, we will just serve the Lord in future tense. But in the Hebrew uh, meaning here, it was a fuller expression. It was a continuous action. It points to the future, but also in the past. So Joshua's saying, yeah, I, I have chosen to serve the Lord, and I will choose, and my family will choose. And you may be hearing this and go, well, Adam, where is Jesus in all this? Well, understand, Jesus set boundaries. <laughs> Jesus drew lines in the sand. Think about this. Uh, we, even in our modern day tracking of history, we've got A.D. and B.C. We've got before Christ and A.D. Jesus' life literally drew a line in the sand in humanity before Jesus and after Jesus. And But then we also see in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. Jesus, Jesus' whole life, he was drawing lines in the sand for people to react and to have boundaries and to be different because of it. And so we too must say, hey, if Jesus drew a line in the sand, one, I need to get behind and stand with the line that he is drawing and be different because of it. And I need to live and carry myself in a manner that does the same thing. The second thought I want us to look at is because drawing a line in the sand says, I'm not going back. That last verse, Joshua said, but me and my house will serve the Lord. That word, but gives a sense that Joshua was determined no matter what anyone else thinks, no matter what anyone else does, no matter what anyone else says to me, I know what God, I, I stand behind and I declare that. His hesitation was gone. He was above the influence of others and it was a deep, calm, and clear decision. But me and my house, me and my family are going to serve I'm not going to go back to the world of worshiping other idols. And there are moments, friends, where situations may seem difficult. Situations may seem overwhelming. But I can come back to my declaration of truth and faith that I've been praying. Hey, I'm praying my family is going to serve the Lord. Maybe they're not been serving the Lord, but I'm believing me and my family. I've declared it. We're going to serve the Lord. You know what? I'm going to walk in healing. Maybe I haven't had healing. I'm going to declare that I'm going to walk in healing. You know, I'm going to walk in power in God's hand. I'm going to see people saved. Why? Because I've declared it and I'm going to go back to it. And when I set declarations and draw lines in the sand, I'm not called backwards. I'm called forwards to who God is calling me to be. And he's calling me to stand for him. Philippians 3, 13 and 14, Paul talks about this. He says, I forget what lies behind and I reach forward to the things ahead. I press on towards the goal. Friends, when we draw lines ahead, it doesn't bring me backwards. It 
pushes me forwards to the person he calls me to. When I declare these promises that God has put before me and I declare truths that I believe God's put in my heart, I am propelling myself forward to the person he is calling me to be. And that is who we need to step in towards. The third thing is we need to draw a line in the sand because when we draw a line in the sand, we're saying, I'm starting here. Drawing a line in the sand is simple. It marks a new beginning. It allows me to stop being chained to my past, as I said earlier. You don't have to look backwards anymore. I'm not chained to my past failures, but I'm going forward for Jesus. We, we have all made mistakes, all of us, but we can keep going forward. Henry Ford, the inventor of what we, the, the Model T car and the, what the, basically propelled us into the vehicles that we have today, he said this, he defined a mistake as an opportunity to begin again more intelligently. It's a both need to hear that. We may have made mistakes, but these are just new opportunities for us to say, you know what, I'm not going to do that again. What's the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over again and repeating different results. And I think sometimes we get trapped in a lifestyle of... Uh, of insanity where we're going how why am i in this situation how did i get in this place again in this relationship why did i fall into this addiction again it's because we're doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results that is the definition of insanity so friends if you've been trapped in a cycle of sin or a cycle of despair or a cycle of doubt it's time to start declaring that you're not going to be that person anymore so that you can say i am someone new and i'm going to live my life accordingly. Not only that, some of us also need to recognize that there's already been a line drawn. We just need to live accordingly. Romans 8, 37, Paul wrote and said, In all things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. This should tell us something. First off, we're seen in our position. God sees us where we are. And as He sees us, He reminds us, Jesus has already drawn the line. And when he drew the line, he conquered death. He conquered sin. He conquered shame. He conquered fear. Because Jesus has conquered this, and because he loves us, as Paul wrote here in Romans 8, 37, we are more than conquerors through Jesus who loves us and who is with us. So that means, friends, you are facing difficulty today. You are facing a problem today. You can overcome it because Jesus already overcame. Come on, somebody. We can do it because he's with us. And when we look at Romans 8 in the light of declaring a standard, it's not a matter of whether we find victory and win, but it's when we find victory and win, W-I-N. Friends, today this message is simple, but I want us to live a life of prayer. But I also want us to live a life of prayer standards, one that declares it doesn't matter what the world says or the world does, God's word matters the most. And I'm going to declare a standard of prayer and faith over my life. And as I pray, I declare that God is good and he loves me. As I pray, I declare that he has a future and a plan for me, as Jeremiah talks about. I declare that there is one way to get everlasting life, and that is through Jesus. I declare over my family, we're going to walk in peace and power and truth with Jesus. I declare that the Holy Spirit is going to guide me in my workplace. 
place. I declare these things and I pursue these things and I draw the line in the sand and say, it does not matter what everyone else does because I say, but I stand behind my declaration in the line in the sand. And I will be different because that is who God's called me to be. And friends, our world is living a different way. Our world is attacking this mindset. And I was—I read a passage of scripture just today in Matthew when John and God was talking and Jesus was speaking about John the Baptist. And it talked about how when John the Baptist was preaching, the kingdom of God was advancing and advancingly powerfully. But as it advanced it, evil and violent people rose up to attack it. And I think that is so true today. When we see the kingdom of God beginning to advance, we will see people rise up trying to stand against God's word and against God's kingdom advancement. Do we cower? No. We stand behind the truth of God's word and the declarations and the lines that have already been drawn and we say, I too draw the line in the stand. Saying, not because of the world and what the world thinks, not because of this person, but I draw it because I know what God is calling me to do and that is who I'm going to be. I'm going to be different because that is the way. Because that is the truth and the life I know comes through Jesus. So friends, let's pray and pray with a standard that matches the standard and purpose that God's calling us to. God, I thank you for your word today. God, I thank you for every person that is tuned into this message. And I pray that we'll be encouraged to draw lines in the sand. Even if the world says it's okay to do this, or if the world says we shouldn't speak like this, or the world says we shouldn't think like this, let us live our life according to your word which is what is the standard that we should live by. And as we live according to your word, let us declare these truths over our lives so that we'll live accordingly, so that we can live knowing that there are boundaries that are set, that we can live accordingly knowing that that we don't have to go back to the old way and that we can live accordingly starting new with these, these truths that you've brought before us. And God, I pray that as we declare these truths in faith, that we'll begin to see our prayers come to fruition. As we declare in faith things over our families, our workplaces, and our lives, we will not grow weary, but instead we will continue to push forward to victory because we, as we read earlier, we are more than conquerors through Him who loves us. God, I pray that we will receive Jesus in our life in every aspect we can, that we will walk with Him and talk with Him and convey our messages of prayer to God, the Creator. And as we convey these messages, we'll walk in the Spirit and the power that comes from the Holy Spirit. And as we walk, we live to a different standard because that is who you've called us to be. God, I thank you for the freedom that is going to be found today in those who are listening to this message. In your name we pray. Amen. friends. Thank you for joining us in today's sermon message. Let me encourage you if you to dive deeper every time we read a passage. Don't just go off what I've read. Take the text, write down the references, and read a little deeper so you can let God's Word speak to you. Not just through me, but allow His Word to speak to you through the Spirit. And I pray that you'll be encouraged and say, hey Adam, I have questions. Always feel free to message us. Reach out to our community. Reach out to me uh, through social media or by text, whatever it is. I believe you can find hope and be equipped to bring hope to a world in need. 
Well, friends, let's see what God can do when we believe and draw lines in the sand for his kingdom. Thank you.